This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. It's Laura. Welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. If you're new here, thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate you. Today we're going to talk about some of the keys to successfully changing your life. Now, I got to say this came from my cards and they use just about as many major arcana as they could possibly use um, to to explain it to me. So here's what we're going to do. Let's talk about how to do this because it's a thing. And it kind of, it's counterintuitive a little bit. I want to say it kind of goes against the grain. It kind of goes against what we get taught. Um, It certainly um, doesn't make a whole bunch of logical sense. Um, But in the end, it works out. And that's kind of the goal is is it kind of just, it it does just seem to work. It's magic. Um, So let's, let's sort of get into this. So let's, let's talk about what happens, right? We want to create change. So or, or, or we're in a cycle that we need to get ourselves out of in some way. And so what happens? We're, we're caught in the worry-fear cycle. So we're caught in the paranoid panic thing. And what that does when we're caught in it is it, is it distracts us from being able to do the things that we, we, we need to be doing, right? It, it kind of makes us a little hesitant to work towards our goals. We kind of got, you know, we, we, we got one foot in, one foot out. This was certainly my case. Wasn't sure of what I was doing. Wasn't ready to fully commit to the work that I do yet because I was sort of paranoid about the material world. I was paranoid about keeping the bills paid. I, I The money issues were a thing. And so I was always one foot in and one foot out. I would not fully commit to my work. I was I was ready to get a job in, in, in like a heartbeat, right? Even though I never did, I, I, I was still, it was always there. It was, it was like, well, I can always go back to my old job if I need to, right? Like that was always in the back of my mind. But here's the thing. When I was in that energy and when I, when I was in that thought pattern, I couldn't, I couldn't get there from where I was. I couldn't get there from there, right? It didn't, it didn't work. So what had to change? What did I actually have to do? Well, the first thing was I had to stop being paranoid. I had to stop worrying about the material world. The material world just was what it was going to be. And that was it. And and you guys all know, because I've talked about this a ton, that I sort of ignored it for a long time. And in a lot of ways, you, you kind of have to do the same thing. You know, you, you got to dedicate that, that half hour a week or month or whatever to, to sort of paying the bills. But beyond those moments of like... I'm dedicating this lot of time to taking care of the things that I need to take care of. You know, I got to pay the phone bill. I got to pay the light bill. I got to pay the rent, that kind of stuff. But beyond that chunk of time where you're doing that, you're not paying attention to it at all. You ignore it entirely. It doesn't mean you go on a big shopping spree, but by the same token, you just sort of, you don't focus there. You don't put your attention there because it's not helpful to you, right? So use a chunk of time that actually, that you scheduled for yourself. This is the half hour where I do this or hour or whatever you need where I do this, right? But on either side of it and the rest of the time, you're not focused on it. 
You're not worried about it and it's not stopping you, okay? The second piece to that then is if you're not doing that and you're not focused on it and you're not worried about it, so there's a strategy for you, one way to do it, chunk it, put it into blocks of time and don't do anything, don't do anything with it outside of that time. But then after that, what happens? So you gotta stay out of the worry and the fear, which means you pay the bills, you block out as best you can, you block out the problems with what just happened, and you simply go back to work. You fully commit to what you're doing and where you're going. Almost to the point of excluding just about everything else. Now, it doesn't mean you work 16 hours a day. By fully committing, I don't mean you're suddenly working yourself to the bone and you're suddenly committing 80 hour weeks, right? Commitment to me looks like three or four hours a day. Commitment to me doesn't look like eight hours a day. It doesn't look like 10 hours a day. It certainly doesn't look like 16 hours a day. It, it looks like three or four hours a day most days, right? That's commitment to me because I'm busy and I have a life going on. So whatever it looks like for you, however much time you get, whether it's in chunks, whether it's in little pieces, it doesn't really matter. Whatever it looks like for you, Accept that your reality is the way it is and you have the amount of time that you have. Be okay with that. Don't argue with it because that doesn't help you either, right? It is what it is. I only get three hours a day to work on my business. I used to argue about this with myself all the time because I wanted and I thought I needed consistent eight-hour days. You know, like a traditional job, consistent eight-hour days. I need to go to work for eight hours a day, five days a week, and you guys all need to shut up and go away. And it just wasn't realistic. It, it, it's not how my life is. It's not how my life is supposed to be. It's not, it's not the way it's meant to work, right? It's okay that I only work for a few hours a day. It's totally fine. So I stopped arguing with that idea. I just, that's it. It is what it is. I'm okay with it if I only get a few hours a day. It's fine, okay? So decide, this is the time that I have. This is what I'm doing with that time and you're committed fully to it in that space. So you're not spending it worrying about bills. You're not spending it panicking over what's not working, about the problems in your life, about what you saw on the news. You're not spending your time worrying about other stuff. You're com completely committed and focused to whatever your goal, on whatever your goal is. And that's it. You're 100% in. And it, it's almost, it, it's stubborn, it's very determined energy, it, it, there's a lot of oomph behind it. Like you, you're gonna stand in it and you're gonna hold your own in that and you're not budging and there is no budging, you're not moving out of that space. This is what I'm doing, this is what we're creating, this is where I'm going, this is how I'm getting there and I don't really care what the outside world thinks of that idea, this is what we're doing and you do it and you don't move from that space. So I've had to get very determined and very focused, right? It doesn't, I don't get a long time, but in the few hours that I do get every day, I am very determined and focused on what I'm doing. And I know what my goal is. Now here's the key behind this energy. It's determined and it's focused and it's stubborn, but it's not trying to get anything. 
it has a goal, it has a plan, and it's moving forward with that. But it's not about getting paid. It's not about the money. It's not even really about the goal. If you're doing this work this way, it's about helping people. Your sole goal is to get the message out, to talk about whatever it is you talk about, to do whatever it is, whatever it is you do to help people. And if, if you're a crafter, if you're, if you're doing art, if you're making stuff to sell, then your goal is to use it to, to cheer people up, to make people feel better, to, right? To make people, if you make jewelry, to make people feel pretty or special in some way, right? Like the, the goal is about how you make people feel and how you can help people using the product or service that you, that you offer. And you do it in a way that isn't trying to get anything back from anybody. I spend a lot of time in that energy of needing to get back, right? A lot of time in that energy of creating things to make a profit. And 90, well, all of them, they all flopped. They all flopped. They all flopped because the energy behind it was janky. It was warped, right? It wasn't clean energy. What was the energy behind it? It was the energy of greed. It was an energy of need. It wasn't an energy of simply giving of simply doing what I do because I wouldn't do anything else, right? So it's not just focused determination, that's, that's huge. You need that, absolutely. But it's also, I do what I do because this is what I do and this is the only thing I would do. I wouldn't do anything else. I'm here to support others and help people along their path and that's it. That's why I'm here. And if I happen to make a few bucks along the way, even better. But it's not my goal. It's not my focus. I was having this conversation the other day with somebody, right? Um, and so we started talking about this idea of, you know, business. When you talk, li listen to the, to the business gurus and they talk about the metrics and they talk about the number of likes and they talk about how much money you're making and they talk about all of these things. And it's like, well, if you buy into those ideas, you won't get there. If you focus solely on how many likes you get on that post, you're not getting anywhere. There's, we all have a hidden audience around us. We have people that are taking in our content that don't necessarily like the post. They're not active, they don't comment, they don't share, they don't like, they just, they're kind of lurking, but they're back there, lurking. You have a much bigger audience that is seeking out your content, but not necessarily actively engaging with it all the time, then you realize there's a platform there. The number of likes is deceiving. And if you base your success on how many likes you're getting, you're probably not going to be successful. Not right away, especially not if you don't have a huge platform. If you base your 
success on the audience you think you have, if you base your success on the amount of money you make or don't make, again, you're limiting yourself. You're limiting yourself. I remember the moment where somebody finally said to me, they were like, don't limit yourself based on the, on the perceived size of the audience that you have. Right? You can have a, a, a group or a page with, with you know, two, three, four thousand people in it and, and make a perfectly good living. I, I follow one gal right now. She only has a couple thousand people, seemingly a couple thousand people around her. She's got a seven figure business. There's people around her that don't recognize, that, that aren't active. She's got a whole tribe around her that she's not even actively aware of all the time. But they show up. They're, they're in her programs. They're magically appearing. But they're not interacting with her on social media. So it is possible to do it with only 2,000 likes on your page, with only 2,000 people in a group you can still have a seven figure business. So if you just focus on the size of the business or the number of likes you have or the number of, of people in your group or the number of followers, then you're limiting yourself. It's not about that. And if you listen to those metrics that say less than 1% turnover, you're really gonna, you're really gonna less <laughs> limit your ability to be successful within that, right? No, this isn't a business, um, <laughs> podcast so we're gonna we're gonna move away from that but that's the idea what you want to do is you don't want to be looking around you to determine what's going on you just decide within yourself that you're going to be successful and you stop looking for evidence of that success outside of you in whatever form that looks like for you if you have a more traditional job and you are trying to create change or you want to jump ship, you want to get a new job, you want to move, you want to do things. Same idea. Focus on where you want to go and stop worrying about where you are. Right? So a lot of people get stuck because they don't want to quit their job before they have another one. And then they're trying to sneak around to go to job interviews and stuff because they don't want their employer to know that they're leaving. <laughs> Just quit the job. And trust that you will get to where you need to go. You will find what you need. What you need will come to you. If you focus and you're determined and you do it. I've held dozens of jobs in my life. I've never, ever, ever had a problem getting a job. And especially not once I decided that getting a job in and of itself was easy. Right? So I just decided that I could send out two or three resumes and that that would be enough and that I would get a job interview or two out of that and that I would have a job at the end of that. And that was what I did. And sometimes I only sent out one resume and I'd have a job interview and a job. You don't really have to try that hard. He doesn't really require that much effort. You only think it does. And so you make it hard on yourself because of those ideas that you have around what getting a job is like. It doesn't have to be hard. Right? So the goal here in all of this, what are we actually doing? We're focusing on our goals and we're being stubborn, determined, focused about it. We are ignoring our current reality because it causes worry, fear, and stress. And those things cause us to be lazy and apathetic and we don't move and we don't do. 
So we block those out. And I know that sounds really counterintuitive, but you're supposed to acknowledge your feelings. Yes, but not those. Because those feelings keep you stuck. Those feelings don't go away until the problem does. But the thing is, is the problem won't go away until you do something about it. And the way you fix it is by stop worrying about it and focusing on what you actually want to create and accomplish. Where do you want to get to? What do you want to do actively? And do that. And it's only then when you shut down the worry and the fear that you're actually able to find a little bit of peace within yourself. The outside world can be a crazy place. But you can be okay within yourself. Because you learn how to tune out what doesn't help you, what isn't serving you, what's causing you distractions, what's creating chaos for you. You start learning how to tune it out. You figure out what's actually yours, what you really need to deal with. And you figure out if you can do anything about it. So the deal is, is can I fix this easily? Is there a simple solution here? And if yes, then you do that and you move on. If no, then you move on. Period. Don't do anything that perpetuates cycles. Don't do anything that causes fear and worry. Don't do anything that creates lack. Only do simple things that are intuitively guided that you know will be successful and are helpful and block out everything else. Because all the other stuff keeps you stuck. All the other stuff causes you to be in fear and worry. So at least while you're creating change in your life or while you're attempting to create change in your life, you need to focus on your goals. So that doesn't mean, when I say block it out, it doesn't mean that we're, we're working. Again, we're not working 16 hours a day. I'm still taking care of kids. I still have a household. I still have things going on around me. There are still responsibilities. I still have to take kids to doctor's appointments and do those things. So what happens when, when, when life is still requiring me to, to be physically active and present in it, right? So it's this concept of balancing energy. Where is my energy in that moment? Being physically busy doesn't necessarily require energetic input. I can be physically busy doing dishes, but the dishes don't require my energy. They require me to physically do them, but they don't require energy from me. My energy can still be focused on my work. My energy can still be focused on my goals and where I'm going. My energy is still focused somewhere else, even though I'm physically actively doing something else. When I do need to put energy into things, right? Because we can't do that with everything, right? I have to put energy into my kids, right? So, okay, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's balanced. I'm not seeing them as taking away from anything that I'm doing. They're not, 
they're not a problem to me. I, I have that energy to give. And part of the reason now I have the energy to give and I'm no longer deficient is because I'm not putting any energy into worry and fear. So because there's no energy in the worry and fear tank, it's depleted, it's done, I'm done with that idea, right? I don't do that anymore. So because there's no energy being put into worry and fear, now I have the energy to put into my work, my kids, the, my friends, the other things that are important to me in my life. Now I have that energy to do that. The reason that happens is because I haven't, I haven't funneled all of my energy into being worried and afraid all the time. I haven't funneled all my energy into problems. Right? Their energy zapping, they're draining you because you're allowing them to, not just mentally, they're not just taking away your mental focus, they're taking away your energetic focus as well. So when you stop feeding energy into that, you have it to give elsewhere. When you tell me you don't have it, I'm going to look at you and go, well, where is the energy that you have? And it's probably caught up in worry and fear, which is going to keep you where you are and doesn't allow you to give in the places where you do need to be giving it. So when you're in your life and you're active in your life, you're looking around. When you're doing dishes, that doesn't require a whole lot of energetic input. So your energy can be elsewhere. Then you can be focused on things. When you're active with friends and family and you're busy with other people and things, then maybe you need energy in those situations, but it's not taking away from your, your focus on your work. What you're not putting energy into is the worry and the fear bucket. And that gives you more. It makes you feel better immediately when you figure out that you don't need to be in worry and fear. You can block that out. I want you to block that out. That's how you're going to help yourself. How do you block it out? <laughs> That's the next question. It's really hard to drop that thing, Laura, <laughs> right? How do you do that? <laughs> it's really hard and seems really irresponsible. I can remember thinking those exact things. It seems really irresponsible to not be focusing on these problems. It seems really selfish and really mean and all of this kind of stuff. It, it just seems irresponsible to us. And we're taught that it is. I understand, we are taught that it is. It is not. It is not irresponsible. It is not selfish. It is not mean. You're not, you're not doing anything wrong. What you're doing is you're deciding what the priority is. And the priority for you is no longer problems, right? What's Louise Hay Hayes' famous saying? What did she always say? I don't fix problems, I fix my thinking and problems fix themselves. One of the ways you fix your thinking is by not thinking about problems. <laughs> so you're focused on the thing that's going to solve the problem, right? Which if you're me and the problem is lack of money, then the thing that fixes the problem is a business that's actually successful. Who knew? 
right? That's not rocket science. But how can I have a successful business when I'm scared to death of the light bill? Well, I can't. Because my energy zapped out of worry and fear. I've drained myself before I even got out of bed in the morning. And then it would cause me to be lazy because I'm drained because I'm too busy worrying about everything. So you have to stop. And how do you stop? You redirect the brain. You catch the worry thoughts and you think something different. It's like redirecting a toddler. It really is like redirecting a toddler. The worry and fear are more or less just habits. Especially when the, when the same problem is perpetual. The worry and fear is just a habit. It's just something you do. Because you think you're supposed to or you think you have to. But what is worry and fear accomplishing? Nothing. No thing. It's not accomplishing anything. It's not solving anything. It's not getting you anywhere. Worry and fear isn't fixing it for you. If worry and fear fixed it for you, my problems would have been solved a long time ago. Worry and fear did not fix it. It kept me in it. So I blocked it out. Literally blocked it out. Every time my brain even remotely thinks about worry and fear, I redirect. I'll come and I'll sit down and I'll write a few hundred words. I'll change the topic. I'll change the focus. I'll do something else. Because I will not allow worry and fear back in. Because it doesn't get me anywhere. You're putting energy into the wrong things. Instead of putting energy into worry and fear, put energy into the things that are actually going to help you and be really focused and determined about those things. And do it in a way where you're giving freely, where it's not trying to get something back. Get rid of the janky energy there. Right? When I first started this podcast two years ago, when I created Spirituality Unpacked, the first version of it, I immediately had it on Patreon. I, I immediately tried to, to monetize it because that was where I was. And that podcast, you know what? When I look at those numbers, I didn't do that many episodes. But when I look at those numbers now, they're actually higher than the numbers I have now. They're actually higher. I was actually getting more, more quote unquote listens out of it then. Those numbers are higher. I've done 36 episodes this time. And I had only done 10 or 12 or 15 the first time. And I wasn't happy with it. And that's interesting to me because it shows where my mental space was. Even though I had I still had more, more, a bigger audience then than I do now. I still canned it and gave up on it early because it wasn't making me money, quote unquote. When you do everything for monetization and for the purpose of making a profit, you drop things that, that are actually okay, that were actually reasonably successful. It actually wasn't doing too bad. 
that's fascinating. And it, it, it to me, I, I look back at that and I go, wow, I was so focused on money that I couldn't see that those hundred listens on each episode wasn't a bad thing. That that was okay. That that was actually really good. I enjoy it now a lot more than I did then. Back then it was kind of, <laughs> I was doing to get, right? So it was, it was kind of, it, I was doing things a little begrudgingly. I was doing to get. So I didn't allow myself to enjoy it the same way as I do now. Now I just have a good time, right? Now I just enjoy it. You know, then I used to, I used to take that duotang and I used to plan out the episodes and, you know, write every little detail down and on and on and on. And it, it, it took a lot of time and it was a pain in the butt. Now I enjoy it, you know, and it, it's mostly intuitive. I just, I wing it. <laughs> I, <laughs> right? I mean, my cards tell me what to talk about before I get in here in the morning. Like that, literally. And and so, you know, within five minutes, I have something to talk about, and then I come talk about it. Like, you know, and it's easier, and it's more fun, and I'm not doing it to get anywhere. I'm doing it totally just to help, because I can, because I enjoy it, because it's a different way to, to do things. Because, yes, I can write hundreds of words every day, but why not do it this way? It's a few thousand words I don't have to type, you know? It's, it's actually cool. So, let's wind this up. Stop the worry and fear, block it out. Get stubborn, determined about your goal, whatever it is, and focus on it firmly. Do not get distracted by worry and fear, not even a little bit. Block it out. If you're in business for yourself in some form and you're, you're offering a product or a service, you're doing it because you enjoy it. If you're making art, if you're making jewelry, if you're drawing or painting, you do that thing because you love to do that thing, not because you're trying to sell it. If you write like me, then you write because you love to write, not because you're selling it. Get very clear that you're doing what you're doing because you love to do it, not because you're trying to get something from it. And then put it out in the world and watch what happens. When you remove the janky energy behind what you do, and when you simply do what you love, and you focus and you stay determined on it, good things happen. The, the energy will balance because that is the law of the universe. The energy will balance. It can be no other way. But you have to remove all the janky energy, all the worry and the fear. My favorite saying right now, trust yourself. You will land on your feet and you can do this. Trust yourself. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you so much. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share from wherever you're listening to this from. And thanks for listening. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a good one, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.